elegant weapon for a more civilized age. What are y'all doing here? We're smoking reefer, and you don't want a part of this shit. hard Harry reminding you to eat your cereal with a fork and do your homework in the dark. There can be only one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 66. My name is J.M. Clark, otherwise known on the inter-wide world webbage as the Jedi Ross. And I am here as your host. First of all, I am going to immediately address the Bantha in the room. Yes, the rumors are true, kids. Potato Waste has left the show. Uh, I wish him the best, of course. May the force be with Sean. You can still find him on Twitter at Potato Waste with a three, not an E. So, we've gotten that out of the way, and a lot of people have been asking me lately. Uh, a lot of intrigue, inquisitive minds wish to know. Jay, what's going to happen? Are you going to find a new co-host? Are you going to trudge on alone? Are you going to shut down the show? And basically, this is it, kids. I have put far too much time, passion, effort, and resources into this podcast to simply let it die. You're not gonna eat me. Now, y'all know that I got a big enough mouth to go around the table a couple times on its own. So, after some thought and some, you know, meditation on the subject, I can handle it. So, let's go on alone. It's going to be interesting, of course, not having someone in this room with me talking directly to my face. This is going to change the dynamic of what an elegant weapon is. Uh, Hopefully, things aren't going to change too much. I still love comic books. I still live Star Wars. And I indeed still like to flick my bick. So, ladies and gentlemen, please excuse me while I do so. This is a cross, a bluegrass, Kentucky bluegrass uh, featherbed bench. And uh, Northern California Sensamia. The amazing stuff about this is that you can play 36 holes on it in the afternoon, take it home, and just get stoned at a bejesus belt. And we're off. So, uh, an elegant weapon. 65 amazing episodes Sean and I had together. Uh, It was a good time. We started off by sitting down in my basement, smoking a joint, hitting record on the voice memos on an iPhone, and shooting the shit. Uh, you know, we started getting adventurous, as I like to, you know, consider this entire podcast thing. For me, it's an adventure. Uh, meeting new people, I've made some amazing friends who, though I have never met in person, I, I would, you know, consider very, very good friends, very close friends, supportive allies in my quest. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, 
it's it's pretty cool that I'll get to continue to go on. Um, obviously, things are going to get to be a little more J around here. Uh, it is kind of strange and purely coincidental that episode 66 would, in fact, be my first solo episode. So I thought I'd take it back for a minute. Anybody who may be listening to this podcast for the first time, um, I'm Jay. This is my podcast. The weapon will continue to ignite, and I shall hold the hilt steadfast. But uh, again, so all the support from you people, you're the ones who are keeping this going on. I hope I can still bring you any smiles or anything as I have ever brought in the past. And with that initial rambling of a whole bunch of crap, uh, here we go, kids. Hey, what's up? This is Vic Ruggiero from the Slackers, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. Recently, not too recently, because it's been a couple weeks, uh, it was Free Comic Book Day, slash Star Wars Book Day. It's not Star Wars Book Day. It was not Star Wars Book Day, Jay. You have smoked yourself retarded. Okay, so Free Comic Book Day happened to be on May 4th. May the 4th be with you. That's an exciting time. Anybody who has listened to this podcast in the past knows that uh, my local comic shop in the area is Altered States Comics. We've podcasted several episodes from Altered States. Great guys. Classic guys. Shop's been around for 25 plus years. These guys know their shit. Uh, you know, but it's it's your nice, quaint little shop. Uh, and I don't mean quaint in a negative way. I mean it in an old school, original way. This place is a comic shop. Yeah, they got a toy section, but toys are cool. And But they're a comic shop. They're a comic shop for the comic lover. Um, no big celebrations for free comic book day. No artist signing. No hoopla, whatever. They unlock the door like they do every other day. And the only difference is there was three tables of a massive amount of comics sitting there waiting to be taken. And to my absolute delight, before the store even opened, there was at least 50 people in line. Now, it's pretty crazy because most people know that at least people who go to altered states that they get all the comics. They get stacks of them. Uh, they're not like these other shops who have limits. Uh, even though these comic shops, whether you know or not, they actually do have to pay for their shipment of free comic books. It ends up making them money in the end, but a lot of places don't see that enough and actually will say, you buy one free, one new comic, you get four free comics or some kind of deal or a three-person limit. Um, if you have it in excess, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, maybe that's necessary and I'm just being a douchebag. I'm not quite sure, but Altered States is a quaint, perfect-sized enough comic shop that they just put them on the table and here you go, kids. 50 people showed up. No no artists, no big hoopla, no cake, no cosplayers, no nothing like that. Just 50 people wanting their free comics. So it was an absolute pleasure to hang out there, um, meet some new people, and talk to some old people. Uh, we got friends there, and we've made some new friends. Oh, there I go with the Wii again. Oh, I made some new friends. I have some old friends. Um, I hung out for a while. Uh, I spoke with some people. Again, Dave and Doug are the owners, co-brothers and co-owners of Altered States Comics. So I went down there and I hung out for a little bit. So why don't you enjoy a little bit of a snippet of the enjoyable time that I endured while down at Altered States Comics 
with Dave and Doug. Please enjoy. It's free comic book day at Altered States Comics, and you're not even supposed to be here yeah, today. I, I got a phone call from my brother. He slept in. As his alarm didn't work. Of all days, yeah, he no, decides that free comic book day yeah. is the day to sleep just, in. Just lucky I was on South Down Road, which is a few blocks away from here. And my wife dropped me off. Nice. At least it's a nice day for it. Yes. How was that initial run? Was it busier before I got here? Oh, it was, yeah. Initially, yeah. Yeah, there was like, I think, 50 people lined up outside. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you ever had that much before? Yep. Yeah? Actually, the first initial rush is always about the same. Yeah? And then it just petered off, and then by the end of the day, it's usually gone. Yeah? The comics. Well, you were saying, you were telling me the other day, it was like 25% more. 25% more distributors, not the amount of books. Right. More distributors putting out Oh, books. okay. That's how it works. There's so much. Yeah. And even more for kids. Every year, it yeah. seems there's more and more for kids, eh? Oh, it's, that's, that's yeah. great. Suck them in, get them in while they're young, right? To get them, get them interested in reading comics, anything. Absolutely, yeah, for sure, especially nowadays. Too, eh? many, too many video games. Yeah, and better this than Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hi, Tank Girl. I love free comic Hello. Book How's it going? How about you? Are you enjoying comic? Yeah. Free comic book day? Of course. Yeah. What'd cool. you grab here? Oh. Only got a couple though. I, I haven't done done, done yet. Yeah. Oh, I see. And okay. there's no Tank Girls yet. Out this month. <laughs> <laughs> they ever done a free comic book? Uh, are they still making tank tops? Yeah. Oh, yeah? There's a one issue per quarter about. Oh, okay. It's still good. I didn't know they were even still making it. Yeah. So, who makes that? Alan C. Martin and Rufus Deglo, who's the artist. What company is um, It's independent. I don't remember at the moment. Right. It was never one of them. It was always independent, though, right? Yeah. yeah? That's cool. Yeah. And they're still trying to get the rights out of Hollywood as well. They're trying to buy the rights back from Hollywood so they can really? make a new movie. So whoever still had the rights still has them? It, yeah. And, uh, They're expiring this year. So if they don't do anything, then Alan C. Martin has dibs. I'm surprised they never made more. Well, it's because... It they didn't do that badly, did it? I don't remember. That was like 1994. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, but... I remember me and all my friends liked it, so it felt like it did Well, it's <laughs> it's like a Disney version of the comic. Yeah. It's yeah. very light and fluffy it in is. comparison to the comic, which is very vulgar. It would be cool to see it done... Proper. Way more proper. Although and animation has gotten a lot better, too. Lori Petty, you missed a lot. Oh, yeah. She was, she was perfect. She did who, Like, who would you put in that now? That's a pretty... That's actually, like... Okay. She did a good enough job that that's, like, big shoes to fill. Oh, I'd rather them choose uh, nobody. What do you mean? Grab no, uh, no, nobody yeah. actor. That's always the best way to go. Yeah, but Lori Petty wasn't that, that high up the chain, either. That's true. That's when true. she did it. So yeah. it was her breakout, but... Nor was Ice-T. Yep. And, uh... And now he's acting full-time. <laughs> <laughs> it was Malcolm McDowell was the bad dude. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. And he has no recollection of the film. <laughs> nor wants to be associated with the film. Oh, that's so that was a quite of a damper on my oh. my Tank Girl. Yeah. Yeah, but meeting Rufus Diglett was nice. Which one? Who's Rufus? He's the new uh, Tank Girl artist. Oh, really? When yeah. was he at? He, was, he came to town about three, four years ago. Okay. Was it Stan Expo? Or? No. Um, independent bookstore, the Beguiling, I think. Oh, yeah? In Toronto. Oh, that's He was in cool. town visiting his girlfriend. Oh, yeah? So he thought he'd Go to the Bullock Island hey, and sign what autographs. Are you doing here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a nice like surprise appearance. Eh? Are you going back to Fan Expo this year? Of course. Yeah, booth again. Yes. Um, talk about what you do at Fan. Oh, 
Okay, excellent. Our friend Tankrill here makes uh, soaps and uh, how do you describe it? Bath and body products, all natural, environmentally friendly, and some are geek soaps. So yes. we have geek inspired soaps. Mm -hmm. I so they look like Darth Vader or Han Solo or R2D2. Mm -hmm. They're not exact replicas. Yeah. They're artistic representations. They're really cool because the best one that I got that I enjoy because you put the, the Han Solo in carbonate. Yeah. And so you got a, like a bar of soap with Han Solo stuck in it. And uh, I, I never used it before. So it's sitting <laughs> on my Star Wars shelf at home. So, uh, but it won't go bad. It won't rot or no, anything. No, it'll never go bad. I have from uh, when Fight Club... Fight Club came out. They came out with those Fight Club soap. Yeah, those pink ones. I still yeah. have mine in the wrapper. And it's kind of like, it's hard to see through the wrapper now, but yeah. I can tell the soap's still kind of okay, you know? But these are cool, doing yeah, Walking so Dead. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I have a bloody brain I'm going to be working on, too. Nice. They're, they make so much of this, like, these trays now. You pretty much come up with anything, eh? Well, I have to make a silicone um, mold for a Nintendo remote. For what? A Nintendo remote. Oh, there you go. Old school Nintendo remote. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's good thinking. But so, like, have you ever done like a mold where you made your own mold? No, that's what I want to work on for right. the Nintendo. So you start one. like, yeah. where do you start? What do you use to carve it in? Like, what do that you? That I don't know. I have. Oh, so I still have a concussion. Very so beginning very stages. Beginnings of it. I haven't even Googled it yet, no. but it's on my brain. <laughs> what? What? No. What is this? Free Iron Man what? Like, what is this? A booster pack? for? Is this like awesome. Hero Clicks? Oh, it's Hero Clicks. I have no idea how Hero Clicks works, but I'll take it. <laughs> I have a few of them. They're awesome. I like just like that. <laughs> you, you do. Oh. Yeah. I miss those two. I didn't know they gave these out. Yeah, it was full red. Oh, yeah. I do have a podcast. It's called An Elegant Weapon. You're on it right now. How's oh. that feel? Uh, cool, actually. What's your name? Daniel. Daniel? Yeah. You come here often? Pretty often enough. <laughs> yeah, how are you enjoying comic, Free Comic Book Day? I love it. It's my favorite day of the year. Isn't it exciting? Next to Halloween and my birthday. And to have it fall on May the 4th, tell me I that's know. not exciting as well. Um, what stuck out in your mind here? Stuck out in my mind here. Well, I'm excited for the 2001 A2000 AD comic okay. book. Yeah. Also, Kaboom! I've been getting into Adventure Time lately. That's getting people. People love the Adventure Time, man. Eh? I what know. Do you like, what do you? I've never really watched it or anything. What do you like about it? You know Robert Crumb? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if he took a ton more acid and uh, wrote for children. Okay. I can. I'm digging. I'm digging what you're saying. Yeah. I'm feeling. I'm feeling what you're throwing down there. Um, that could be exciting. I've kind of watched it for a few secs, but uh, maybe I'll give it another shot. It's weird. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff for kids here. It's uh, every year. There's more and more time, more and more stuff for kids. Yeah. You know? Well, it's good to get kids into the, uh, you know, into comic, yeah. loving comic books. I loved comic books when I was oh, excuse me, when I was younger, but mainly because well, when I was like six, Spider Man came out. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Um, I find this one interesting though. Sort of a manga kind of look to it, sort of thing. What do you collect regularly? Uh, mainly superhero comic books and graphic novels. So, like, so it's a mix. what titles are you into? I like anything by Alan Moore. Oh, yeah? Cerebus the Aardvark. Okay. Um, let's see, classic uh, DC superheroes like Phantom Stranger, uh, the Spectre. Okay, Spectre. of course. And uh, who else? Mm, 
so far I'm getting into some random alternative stuff. Do you like some of the image stuff coming out then? Like mask and like masks and uh, I like Spawn. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like Spawn and I've been getting into the Walking Dead. I love the Walking Dead. Walking Dead's pretty addictive. When you get into that you kinda get sucked in pretty good. That's what know, happened right? to me. I was like, Yeah, I'll try one or two and now I'm like, I gotta find more. You know? I know, right? It's, it's, yeah. It's totally exciting. You live in the area? Yeah? Yes. Yeah, Clarkson Kid? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Born and raised. I've been coming here since I was 13 years old. Wow. And that was back when uh, originally they were a few stores over from here. Yeah, but then there was a fire. No, this is, I'm going even further back. Whoa. They were originally in this strip here, huh? like two stores over, huh? and then they moved uh, up towards the bridge up there, not on the side of the fire, yeah. but on this side, they had yeah. a, by the Delicatisse, yeah. they had a little like tiny strip place, yeah. then they moved into the place that burned down, and now they're over here. Wow. So, I've been, yeah, four or five locations wow. <laughs> this place has had, and these guys, these guys were young when they started, and it was like really loose, like there were couches all over, and wow. kids, like skateboard kids would just hang out and read comic books. That sounds awesome. It was, that's how it was back in the day, you know, but the whole thing's gotten a lot bigger, so things yeah. are more professional and exciting, yeah. you know what I mean? But, Unfortunately. Uh, yes, but Daniel, it was, uh, it was nice a good time talking nice to you. Yeah. It was nice meeting you, man. You know, I'm sure we yes. maybe we'll see you around. you kind of look at it like the show but ladies and gentlemen i'm back and uh that's a little bit of a uh, comic book day free comic book day which i had a blast um now i'd like to get into the core of it into the meat of it and that's the actual comic books themselves because holy shit a, a complete step up from last year not that last year sucked but holy shit i literally have a stack of like 50 fucking comic books and most of them are amazing uh, okay, I'll start at the beginning. I had a pile sitting on my lap here, so let me kind of go through it, and I'm not going to go over and review in depth each comic, but just uh, a few highlights of, of the day. I've heard a lot about Mouse Guard by David Peterson. Now, Mouse Guard is a cool book. It's about mice. It's a mice world, or mouse world, or uh, whatever you want to call it. And I've heard great things about this comic book. Never had a chance to read it, never heard enough to the point where I'd pick it up which makes Free Comic Book Day a perfect fucking day. Because this book is badass. This was a compact story. This was a story beginning to end. It was very, very, very well drawn, very, very well written, and very cute and fun, yet at the same time has a kind of an oldie time look to it, like an old medieval kind of time era type thing. But the story is adorable. Um, it's really cool. I think our brother Anthony Bachman of the Next Element podcast, uh, I believe he's a Mouse Guard fan, which, uh, you know, is pretty cool. I, if, if I'm right that you're a fan of this one, Anthony, uh, this is a good book. I really, really enjoyed that. I thought that was fucking super, super cool. Okie dokie. Now, next, Infinity by Marvel Comics. Very, very interesting book. Um, I really like the outlook. Uh, Captain America has a really cool kind of 
the way they portray him is uh, is kind of an inside look, which is pretty pretty freaking cool, if you if you ask me. Now, uh, the stuff of legend. Now, Raked, Smith, and Wilson, Conkling, and DeVito, I believe, do this comic book. And uh, it's Third World Studios, and it looks pretty cool. It's drawn incredibly beautiful. It's a story about this kid who gets stolen into the closet by the boogeyman, and all his toys journey into that world where in that world they come to life and they are real life versions of themselves there's indians and soldiers and and cowboys and jesters and a lot of cool shit but this comic looks really really good if you like that kind of sketchy black and white beigey tone type story this is definitely the art for you uh if you're into the fairy tale fanciful type outlooks on things this is this is an awesome one this is really really cool i think this is a book that uh i'm going to be interested in getting as well um now oh here's a cool 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 story uh aphrodite four i believe oh it's ix oh you think doing an elegant weapon and posting all these shows and using these roman numerals i'd immediately know what ix is and that should be 10 minus one i believe so that's actually aphrodite nine Unless I'm uh, just getting it wrong, in which case I don't really care, and I'm just going to flick this bick again, so hold on. Oh, I got a little piece of butt on my lip. Don't you hate that? Falls out the end. I'm one of those non-filters. I am a lazy filterer. I even enjoy a filter, but, you know, I like to feel it too, right? Now, Aphrodite 9. Wow, this is a fucking super cool idea. They took the idea, this is by Matt Hawkins and, oh, how do you say this? S-T-J-E-P-A-N. I don't know if the J is silent, then it'd be Stepan, or Stjapan, Sijik. I'm not too sure, but this shit is badass, okay? Um, It's really, they took two old ideas and kind of combined them. So what you have is years in the future, apocalypse, earth is fucked, and there's two people left. There's um, genetically enhanced humans... And there's the cyborg humans. I think it was really, really cool because we hear of both these notions and ideas in lots of lots of stories all over the place, all the time. And somebody thought enough to put them together and have the cyborg humans versus the genetically modified humans. Simple idea, brilliant idea. Can't believe it hasn't been thought of before and it works really well, especially with this absolutely beautiful art. He looks glorious. This is just gorgeous. Um, now I feel bad because Stepan Sejic, I believe, uh, is the actual artist. And I don't know if I'm saying your name right, dude, but wow, wow. This book is absolutely gorgeous. This is up my alley. It's got the paint look to it. It may have been painted watercolor even. I don't know. But uh, it's, it's, it's a spectacular book. Please, people, please check this out. The art is is gorgeous. I can't say enough about it. And hot green-haired heroin chicks are always amazing. Um, another few ones of note. Uh, the Steam Engines of Oz. For any of you Oz fans out there, this is another extension into the Oz world. You get to see literally the underbelly of Oz and the Emerald City. And you get to see how, uh, how this shit works. So uh, I think appropriate uh, for steampunk to kind of adopt... The Wizard of Oz. I definitely see how that can work. This is, in fact, by Steam. This is an Arcana Comics event. 
Uh, it's called Steampunk Originals. You can check that out at www.arcana.com. Uh... And yeah, it's really neat. It's a it's an offshoot Oz story. I'm not gonna say too much more about it, but if you're a steampunker, you're gonna fucking love this fucking shit. Steampunk Oz, really cool. Now, another one of my highlights was Buck Rogers in the 25th century A.D. Really, really cool fucking thing that they did here is they went ahead and reprinted two old Buck Rogers stories. Uh, one of these stories is called The Mind of Minds, and it ran in newspapers from November 22nd, 1936 to January 17th, 1937. And then there is a second story called Wilma to the Rescue, and that ran from January 24th, 1937 to April 25th, 1937. So this is super cool. It looks on the back, like on the back, there's going to be a new Buck Rogers series coming. Uh, it says, coming in August 2013. Uh, this is Hermes Press, by the way. Uh, Hermes Press Publishing. And it looks pretty neat, but to, I think it's a really smart idea to you know promote your upcoming Buck Rogers by, by showing this old Buck Rogers. This, this is what I've talked about on the podcast before as far as, as an example of the literary change in comic books. Um, this is just dialogue crazy. It's got to be five minutes a page because it's just reading because it's dialogue crazy crazy um tight little you know story panels so the art is no splash pages i mean these were obviously these were newspaper runs originally as well i'm not sure if they were originally colored or not but they are in color in this book and uh it's it's really cool to read these old stories and the way they wrote them uh and their outlook of the language and comic books back then uh super super cool not even referring to them as comic books but uh but, uh, you know, picture books and stuff like that. So if you're into the old school, if you're into the Buck Rogers, check out the Buck Rogers because it's old yet new again. You know how that goes. Uh, the Tick. You all know The Tick. You all love The Tick. You want some more Tick? There's some more Tick for you. All right. Uh, of course, uh, and for my kid, I just want to point out uh, Declan's choice of, of the week was Hulk and the Agents of Smash. This looks to be a new TV series coming in August 11 to Marvel on H, uh, XD, Disney XD. Looks like a fucking Hulk team. You know, you got Space Hulk guy, you got uh, Thunderbolt Hulk, you got a She-Hulk, and you got some Blue Hulk, and you got the Hulk Hulk, and looks like there's going to be a Hulk team. So that's pretty neat. Uh, another story called Mermaids, uh, Damsel's Mermaids. Uh, people check this one out too. Really, really cool drawn book. Uh, really neat idea. Um, great perspective in this book as well and a super cool story about a mermaid and some other cool shit but as much as that may sound typical it's not very typical there's there's also living toys in this comic book and a lot of magic and fun stuff so check out damsel's mermaids because uh there there's some they, they'd be some sexy mermaids too but drawn in a, in a super cool way um the walking dead uh we got a michonne story I believe this was from the Michonne comic that came out before, but they've released it, seeing as I don't buy Walking Dead. Um, not that, you know, for no reason, other than I just never got into it enough, and I'm a hundred fucking issues behind. Uh, it was really cool to see this Michonne story. Really super cool. Um, so if anybody wants to see how Michonne handled the beginning of the zombie apocalypse, uh, that is definitely in there. It's also in there, uh, Dwayne and his daddy, hanging out and uh, doing some cool shit and... Uh, yeah, it's a cool outlook on the beginning of the apocalypse. Then, 
The one. Uh, Superman. Last son of Krypton, Jeff Johns, Richard Donner, and Adam Kubert. How fucking cool of Richard Donner to go ahead and write this fucking Superman comic book. Um, I don't want to give any of, of it away except to say, fucking cool, man. Fucking cool. Uh, Superman is the shit. A lot of people aren't big into Superman. They get used to Superman because he's your prototypical superhero and such. But fuck that shit, man. He's fucking Superman. He can do it all. And he does it with such honor and justice. It is the difference between Marvel and DC, but I don't think it's a negative thing. It is gods among men. It is the unattainable. And that is what I think is absolutely cool about it. Anybody can have the attitude of a pissed off Wolverine. Not anybody can hold up the justice, honor, and integrity of a Superman. That's just beyond us, man. Why not search your limits of imagination all the way out there, right? And last but not goddamn least, Star Wars. Brian Wood, Ryan Odegawa. This is a Darth Vader story. Uh, An an assassin... (laughs) Assassin... Okay, um... This is a story about an assassination attempt on Lord Vader. And uh, Boba Fett... He's no good to me, dead. Heavily involved in the story, kind of leads you into certain relationships in Empire that perfectly make sense. And, of course, I absolutely love it. Because it's Star Wars. And I love a lot of Star Wars. I even love the prequels, bitches! That's right! If you're going to look at it like movies where it's all or nothing, I can't pick the nothing with the prequels. I got to go for the all. Because people don't look at the original trilogy and say it's all for nothing. People, you know, people don't fucking pick them apart like they do fucking Phantom Menace and fucking shit for some reason. But, you know, I'm not a fan of crappy old puppets. I was too young for Star Wars when Star Wars was when the first two came out and People love that shit, and I understand that it was a seriously important step in the evolution of effects and stuff, but it was shit. It was crappy. The lightsaber duels were slow, cumbersome, lame. They made the lightsabers look heavy to carry. I didn't enjoy any of that aspect. I don't enjoy the whole camp of it. Why a lot of people look back, and they're nostalgic about it. That's why they hate Phantom Menace and the, the new trilogy, because... They have no kinship to it as far as nostalgia. Those old Star Wars movies were amazing for their time, as were the new ones for our time. We forget because it was how many years ago? It was 99, The Phantom Menace came out. But I remember sitting there watching those huge ships come out and the battle droid racks, the racks of battle droids, started coming down out of their ships and folding out. And I was like, how does he fucking come up with this shit? It's insane! Yet we are on such a fast track of technology and moving along so quickly that that's already dated and that's already not cool and I think that's ridiculous because all the way through Star Wars has given us innovation from beginning to end and now the beauty of J.J. Abrams is that he will take what has been built and put a different thing on it I think the one thing that has been missing and that's the seriousness of it I, I don't think it's ever been treated serious enough and I'm not a, a guy for the camp or the comedy or the fun or the woohoo or no. I'm about Jedi's, motherfucker. I want to see lightsabers clashing. I want to see the force moving. I want to see the Jedi's doing, which according to written law and statements, should be able to do. 
I mean, the closest we've ever seen a Jedi doing what they're actually supposedly capable of doing is in Phantom Menace when Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh, what's-his-name Qui-Gon Jinn leap down from uh, like a vent shaft when they're escaping from the droid ship at the beginning and they, they make like a 60-foot jump down to the bottom and that's like the most Jedi thing we've actually that's probably the most extreme we've ever seen a Jedi is make a 60 foot jump and uh, you know the force should make them capable of much much more and I'm really hoping that that's what JJ brings us I think he is partly going back to the beginning as we've heard news this week that episode 7 will be filmed in London have a cup of tea and wait for all this to blow over I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I think uh, part of it is the connecting to the old ways, wanting to do it the right way, the original way, and filming it in London. Uh, There's a reason all old British actors play our superheroes and our fucking iconic types is because they have that way of treating it seriously. It's the same reason the British are funny, because of their deadpan, weird-ass humor, kind of like Canadians, you know? And it's not just fucking fart-blow-em-up jokes, no offense, my American brethren, but you know what I mean? It's a much more... Uh, deadpan kind of serious Monty Python type take on delivering comedy and I think it'll help for the serious tone in a way going back to London brings it back together we'll bring in some serious hopefully new veteran English actors there's still plenty that they haven't gone through uh, it'd be really cool to see you know Ian McKellen in a fucking Star Wars movie oh, definitely not beyond the realm of possibility um, you know what I mean? Let's put Patrick Stewart. Let's put either of those fucking old buddies into the goddamn thing. It'd be amazing. But we'll see what happens. This is one I'm not going to get too excited about because there's way too many possible ways that they could go with this movie. But it is cool they're going back to London. I like to hear that. I think part of it might be just getting away from the hoopla. I think they might generally just have more privacy while they're filming in London, you know? Uh, I think it'll be a cooler atmosphere, and J.J.'s going to take advantage of certain fanboy aspects, you know? He's going to want to not just make a new Star Wars, he's going to want to live Star Wars. If he only does the one movie of the trilogy, he's going to want to make that an indelible memory that burns into his brain, and he wants to do that properly, and filming Star Wars really properly would be done in England. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's kind of how that rolls. Um... Not much uh, else news has been going on other than that. I would like to ask all of you to possibly tune in to a new show that I'm doing. Uh, Mr. Josh Hawks. El Hawkes of the Points of Interest Podcast Network. Also uh, a regular host on Spoiler Alert Theater, of which we'll soon be bringing you uh, Iron Man 3, the Iron Man 3 session. Um, I'm not too sure, but I believe it would be Geek Loves Ra- Geek Love Radio's time to turn to host this. So, uh, Francis, uh, Mister at Sorta Geek, yeah, um, I think this one might go through you. I don't think you've hosted one yet, so it could be exciting for you. Uh, it's a show, spoiler alert, theater that we like to spread around the Junk Food Podcast Network. So, whenever we actually do a show, it's always hosted by a different podcast. That way. It brings people to different feeds because even though we're all on the same network, we're not all on the same, you know, main hub. Few of us are on Podbean. There's Podomatic. Uh, people just have their own web page. There's there's a few ways to go about it. So uh, you know, hopefully we might be able to get uh, the Woomates involved in their first ever spoiler alert theater coming up soon too as well. Um, if you didn't check it, check out uh, before this episode. 
which if you subscribed, you checked out. If you didn't, why aren't you? So hurry the fuck up and do it. Uh, subscribe to the show and check out the last episode. It was the Junk Food Lunch Break, which is a little bit of an offshoot show from this show that I do with Miss uh, Phoenix, uh, a friend of ours who runs the Media Junk Food Empire. And uh, her and I kind of brought this whole thing to the light. Her, so her and I do this kind of side-off once in a while show that's really cool because we try to bring on guests from involved in the different aspects of the junk food empire. People from media junk food, from the junk food lifestyle, people who have just contributors to different things that we've done. Try to keep it in the family, spread the love. Um, so that's what we do. Every time you'll find Spoiler Alert Theater, you'll have to get it through a different show. So you'll have to go to somebody else's feed. So, um, but the one we did just now was the junk food lunch break with Phoenix. Sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Is uh, the C2E2 special because Phoenix herself, also uh, Jason and James Ford, only Jason joined us on the podcast because James was too busy modeling. He was being a model. Um, so it was us, Jay, and of course, uh, the creator of Liberator Comics, uh, a wonderful dude. Uh, a socially conscious dude uh, who can definitely be an inspiration and an example to many other peoples on this earth, Mr. Matt Miner. Um, We appreciate you dropping by, sir. It's always a pleasure to speak to you. Um, And that's kind of what's going on. So I got this other show happening with Josh on the Points of Interest podcast network, and that show's called Two Jays Later. And that's basically me and Josh, as usual, getting high and talking about shit. Not as Star Wars comic-centric as this show may be, or who knows where this show's gonna go. Who knows where this show's gonna go, sweetheart, you know? Seriously, who knows? Um, So wherever this show ends up going, and wherever this show ends up growing to, I'll have this other show, which is where Josh and I... Josh and I have wonderful conversations. It's as simple as that. You know when you meet someone and you can just talk for hours about nothing? Me and Josh have that lucky connection, like a lot of people do, and uh, I really, really, really enjoy sitting down with Josh and conversing. So we have Two Jays Later, which is on the Points of Interest Podcast Network. You can find that at pointsofinterest.com on the interwebage. There's also many other fine shows on that network. Uh, staying off topic, especially you got to check out. They recently did some Denver Comic Con stuff. Uh, we've always got exciting stuff going on on the Junk Food Podcast Network. Network? Oh, that's what I forgot to do. That's one thing I shouldn't. Uh, it's a good thing I need to relight this spliff that's gone out because it's time for me to flick my back. I keep forgetting, but I keep trying to bring it back around to the Adam West flick for you guys. I really, really, really do. Um, so this is going to end up being a bit shorter of an episode. This is my first solo run. Uh, I might have been talking quickly. I might have been talking nonsensically. I don't even know. I'm just here in my basement walking around wishing I had my fucking, you know, whole setup and playing my own Happy Harry Hard-On deal and just talking to the world. So anyone out there listening, you're amazing. And uh, my gratitude is forthwith and eternal. So thanks again for hanging out. I'm sure next week I'm probably going to bring someone in to uh, bounce off a little bit as we try to work out the kinks of of uh, this particular hyperspace route. But I'm sure once we do, all, pal- all planets and comets will be avoided. So uh, thanks for hanging out, kids. 
We really appreciate it when you come by and you hang out. We even like it when you come over and you shit on our laps. And it's, it's good times. So seriously, uh, check us out next time. Oh, there I go with the us again. Isn't this going to be weird? I'm talking a lot. I'm going to break things up a bit, kids. So forgive my first solo effort. Because, uh, you know, some effort went into it. And I'm sure the show will evolve. Hopefully. Ding, I love you all. We will see you next time on an elegant weapon. Hack it. You've got a dirty, whorish mouth, is what you have. <laughs>